And and if I may add to that, the point, um, the, the, the miseducation or the, the prevalence of ignorance is extremely damaging, especially when we, when we examine and we look at you know, this issue that we're, that we're currently speaking about. Um, Sheikh Bazmoud, Sheikh Muhammad Bazmoud, he mentions that it is not from the Salafi methodology to make a ruling upon an individual to make a ruling upon an individual it is not from the Salafi methodology to make a ruling upon a person until the yani due to a, a differing or due to um, him falling into an error until after the hujjah is established upon them, until after the proofs and evidences are established upon them. Now, this is in respect to a clear mistake that could be identified. And unfortunately, this takes us back to one of the aforementioned principles of the Hadadiyya uh, and, and that which their da'wah is founded upon, being extreme and calling people innovators. As our brothers mentioned, it is not enough to point out that so-and-so has fallen into an error, so-and-so has made a mistake. Now, because are we to believe and to understand that Salafis don't make mistakes. A Salafi may not make a mistake. The Prophet and all of the children of Adam, they make mistakes, they make sins. And the best of those who make mistakes who make sins are those who repent. So are we to believe that a Salafi is one who they'll never fall into a mistake? Ever? It's impossible? Of course not. It's not, I mean, this is. This is This is not even intellectually yani, accepted, right? The Salafis make mistakes. But if a mistake is identified, a bona fide mistake, just because they have fallen into that mistake, the ruling doesn't fall upon them. Imam al-Bani, he mentions very beautifully, yani, when a person becomes an innovator, if a person falls into an innovation, Something that's clear that we can identify, we can put our finger on and say, this is the issue. Not like we see nowadays, so-and-so has issues. What are the issues? No, they're a lot. Yeah, but what are the issues? Oh, it's so, so much. Okay, well, then name a couple issues if it's so many. You know, if it's, if it's a plethora of issues, then name me a couple. Uh, 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 uh. You see? And they can never name or produce or say anything that is thabit, that is clear, that we can put our finger on and say, ah, this is it. It's just issues, so trust me, that's it. No, if a person falls into a bona fide issue, a bona fide mistake, he mentions, he says that that bid'ah doesn't fall upon him, meaning he doesn't become an innovator until what? Until after the hujjah is established and after the preventative factors are removed, then if they remain consistent upon that after that, process has taken place, then they become an innovator. This is an affair that I want us to reflect on because this is a principle that is not being applied. And this is why we find 
so many problems. Let us just reflect on this principle because it's very important. If a person were to make a bona fide mistake, fall into a bona fide bid'ah, something that is clear undoubtedly for a bona fide bid'ah, is that enough for us to say, okay, they're mutadir? That is a hizbi? Huh? Or the other things that are said about individuals who are Salafi, this one, ikhwani, this one, this, hizbi. Subhanallah. Right? And if we were to, yani, um, to say, as relates to what is being mentioned, that if an individual falls into a bona fide mistake, bona fide mistake, there has to be a proof and evidence established upon them. What is the proof of this? What is my proof for, 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 for not my, but what is, what is the proof of saying this? What is the proof of ulama they mentioned for this principle? They mentioned the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To the end of the verse. That whoever contradicts the messenger, whoever contradicts the messenger. And Allah Ta'ala goes on to say, and this is the point of reference. This is the point of reference in the verse. After clear guidance had been made known unto them and follow a way other than the way of the believers. They are upon a way that is contrary to the way of the Prophet Sallallahu contrary to the way of the believers. Who are the believers mentioned in this ayah? The Sahaba, first and foremost. The Sahaba. So they have contradicted the messenger and they are upon a way other than the way of the Sahaba. Allah Ta'ala, yani, yani, to the end of the verse. The point of reference is that the proofs and evidences have to be established. The proofs and evidences have to be established against that person. Shaykh al-Sabbath said the proof and evidence have to be established and the person has to understand those proofs and evidences that were established against them. Naam. So in establishing, in order to make a ruling upon an individual, in order to make a ruling upon an individual, there are three matters that have to be in place. The only matter they mentioned. From those matters is that the person had to have fallen into that thing, Aliman, knowing, knowing about that thing, knowing clearly that this is bid'ah. Aliman, they have to know what they were doing and know that they had done something that was wrong. Secondly, ayyakuna mu'atabidan lifi'lin is that they had to intend to do it. They know it is wrong and they intend to do that wrong. They know it is wrong and they intend to do that wrong. Now, and the third is that they have chosen to do it. So they knew it was wrong. They intended to do the wrong and they had a choice in whether or not to do the wrong and they chose to do the wrong, right? These things have to be in place before a ruling could be made upon an individual. That we know that they have done these things from these three affairs. You with me? If we know this, if we know this, that this is what has happened, it is a bona fide mistake that a person they fell into, they knew what they, knew what they was doing, they intended to do it, and they chose to do it. Right? Then, 
the proofs and evidences have to be established against that person. Showing him that this thing is incorrect. You're not to be doing this. And with that, we have to remove the hindering factors, the mawanir. The mawanir have to be removed. What are some hindering factors that will that 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 need to be removed and that a ruling can't be made upon a person as long as they exist? Is ignorance. If the person is ignorant, they don't know, then the ruling won't fall upon that person. They didn't know. The second is tetweel. If they were taught falsely and they believe because they have a misunderstanding that this thing is correct, then a ruling can't be made upon that individual because they were they were taught incorrectly. Hence, when the establishment of the hujja comes, they, they're being educated properly. So they know properly now. Third, a person can't be forced into a situation. If a person is forced into a situation, then no ruling can be made upon that person because they were forced into that situation. They didn't choose to do it. They were forced to do it. So as long as they are forced and coerced into doing something, then the ruling is not made upon that individual. Why? Because they were forced and they were coerced into doing something. There are the add to it also, it can't be a bona fide mistake, a khata, that a person did something mistakenly, not knowing. Do people make slips of the tongues? Yes. Could a person make a slip of the tongue and say something that agrees with the aqidah of a deviant group? For example, in, 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 in teaching or explaining the aqidah of a deviant group, is it not fathomable that a person maybe could misspeak and articulate their belief? when he intended to negate it, right? Is that not possible? A person just made a mistake. So are we now to take that clip and say, look what he said. He agreed with the, the aqidah of so-and-so. This is what he said in his class. No, that was a mistake. When you go to the context, you realize he misspoke. He meant to say, not like this. Also, some of the ulama they mentioned that it can't be upon taqlid, that an individual they blindly following and so on and so forth uh, and the like. In any event, these things have to be put in place and these factors have to be removed. The hujja established and these preventative factors removed before a ruling is upon an individual. Is this being done? Are there people who individuals used to say that person was Salafi yesterday, but now today, oh, they're not Salafi no more. Why? Nothing clear is mentioned. That's the issue. Because even if something clear was mentioned, was the pro did he go through the process? Was it investigated? Did we go through this process? And then my question is to the listeners, to those individuals, you know, those, those, uh, those keyboard warriors, right? My question to you is, even if this was the case and a person, daddy so-and-so, sheikh so-and-so, Fallen, they have fallen into that which is, in, you know, that which is a clear error, so on and so forth. Is it you who are the one to pass ruling upon them? Is it you who is the one who is to you know, say that this person and label this person as being this or being that? Is this your place? Is this what you need to concern yourself with? Now, I want to remind you, I want to remind you that from the characteristics of the hadadiyya, from their traits, is what is that they 
have an aversion. They turn away from that which really benefits them and they busy themselves with those affairs that are in reality, none of their business, none of their concern. It's not their lane. When we see the likes of these traits rampant to the point that we don't have to search far nor wide to find examples of this, when there are many who are hearing my voice who have seen the likes of this, just go to the comment sections of certain places or go to you know, the, 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 the Twitter feeds on certain issues and just read what the people are saying. When you see this and these, these accusations and these rulings and these judgments being passed from Salafi upon Salafi and so on and so forth, this is from the reasons that there's disunity. How could there be unity in such an environment? How is that even possible? When we look at the likes of these things in the application, are these things being applied? And in a bona fide, with a bona fide mistake, are we the ones that's going to apply them? Sheikh so-and-so over there. I have to say he's Mutadir. I have to say he's not Salafi. I have to say don't take knowledge from him. Because this one sheikh or two or three or four mashayikh said, don't take from him. But then so many other mashayikh who are Salafi saying, no, no, that's not correct. He's Salafi. This is that and that. These things. Huh? Again, are we of individuals who have understanding to know what is a, a true mistake and to how to evaluate that mistake and how you know, the proper course of action in light of that mistake? Is that us? It's just food for thought. That's all I want to mention about that for right now, Sean.